Welcome, everyone. Big day today. Proud to introduce our first ever episode of Safety Stock. I'm Dan Magida alongside Will Davis. Will, exciting day. How are you feeling? Feel amazing. Safety Stock, we're thinking about what's going out there, how we can help people in the world. Why not be excited? What's one safety stock item you just always have around? You oh, can't man. live without. I'm going to go with Kind Bars. So I buy the 12 packs all the time and I hide them from my kids so that they get their own stuff. And like I have the kind bars. And so there's always two boxes strategically placed where they won't find them. So if I'm hungry, I can take care of myself and I'm not dipping into the kids snacks. Any flavor? You know, I'm big on the sea salt and dark chocolate, but I just recently went in, I think more of the cherry and dark chocolate, which is also good. I'm anti coconut. So on that side, you won't find any coconut on my side of the house, but those are the two flavors typically in the rotation. Nice. Well, for all the viewers out there, what we're our goal here is just to educate and give you the recent current event news that's happening across the global supply chain. So, Will, what's on deck for today? Yeah, Dan, we, we got an interesting article out of the Wall Street Journal in that rail traffic, intermodal traffic, is actually down over the past six weeks. And why this is interesting is because being in a pandemic, that overall we've seen supply chain issues and utilization go up across the board. And so for one to think that rails are running at a decreased amount of market share is why. And the reason why is because people are prioritizing getting goods to where they're going and being absolutely sure that it's going to get there and paying an increased price. Knowing that if you're sending something to Chicago, you might actually see an increase of two weeks going to the destination you need because it has to be unloaded, offloaded, picked up by somebody else and managed all the way in versus one truck going where you're going, you know what it's going to get to, but you're going to pay a pretty penny for it. So why is it important for people? If you have the time, making sure that your product actually is being used intermodally is important because then it's cheaper and it's overly better for the environment. If though you're pinched, you have to get something on shelves, you need something there, go ahead and plan that trucking point of contact and get it picked up as soon as possible. Yeah, it, it's interesting that sure that the trucker strike that was more Canada, but obviously had some impacts in, in Michigan. But trucking as a whole, we've talked about before, there's lack of drivers out there and it's been harder to make those appointments. So obviously it's more expensive to ship trucks nowadays just because of those economics. But because of that and also rising gas prices like and inflation, there's gonna be an effect on the consumer at the end of the day. And that's just something for us to keep in mind, especially when you get your next delivery of your kind bars, like did that go up per box? And most likely it will. But for all the brands out there that are on the smaller side, you may not have that wiggle room. So you gotta play your margins really tight here and what's important, obviously you never want to be out of stock, but what's causing that out of stock? Is it the port congestion or is it the big bad rail congestion or where are you manufacturing? So there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, I think maybe the one thing to take away is that if you can order more and take on inventory right now, it, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, and, and one thing that may ease this over time is that President Biden just announced some measures to help with those supply chain bottlenecks and those shortfalls by laying out some like pretty ambitious, broad measures to improve those flow of goods. If it's helping with port congestion or just containers itself, can we map it to the U.S. side of what we have in L.A. and Long Beach? But if you're working for Secretary of like Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, what would you try to improve in these uh, shortfalls that we've seen where we're only going to have more demand for goods is not going away 
bottlenecks are there. The plan's pretty ambiguous. It doesn't outline. What would you do if you're in that power? Yeah, I think there's two things that I would take a look at. The first one is they've started to address is how you can improve the capacity of the ports and how you can get things into the country quicker. They've started to do things like some ports that weren't running 24 hours. They're doing that now. They're incentivizing people to move containers by possibly enforcing detention fees for how long a container is past a certain point. I think those are all good things and those can be pushed further. I think the other thing is how do we support people in working through the labor shortages that are across the board in the country today? We've seen two manufacturers this week had to cut 40% of their capacity because they couldn't staff what they needed to for two days of the week. Like That's happening across the board. So how do you make it to where people are more easily available to get in and do the certain type of jobs and work that you used to see knowing that those opportunities are out there. So those would probably be the two places I'd focus on. Anything, Dan, you can think of? Yeah, you addressed it early on, like ports 24-7. Everywhere globally is 24-7. So we're going to definitely have to do that. If we're going to do more trucks, we got to get workers out there. The highways have to improve. We have to connect things. The good thing is there are fulfillment centers pretty much everywhere now in the U.S. That's really blossomed in the last two years. But manufacturing as a whole, is numbers are, are still not great. We're still really heavily reliant on importing here. Um, our exporting is not great either. So there's a lot that we will have to unpack, but that's what's going to make this exciting. We're going to really dive into those those issues. Supply chain is not a short-term nor a long-term thing. So, well, I'm excited that we're going to keep doing these, keep giving this content out to our audience here on a pretty regular basis. Yeah. And at any point in time, if you have questions, we've been in the supply chain space combined for over 20 years and we're excited to do so. And Dan can actually let you know how you can find us. Yeah. Usually free Friday nights. But other than that, just reach out to uh, Anvil and one of us will be there and happily uh, support you with any questions that you have. Yeah. So that's anvil.com. And if you want to send us an email, hello at Anvil and we will get to you. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.